In less than a year, our podcast has gone from an average of 10,000 downloads a month to 50,000 downloads. What made the difference? You leaving us a five-star review. The more positive reviews, the more the algorithm picks us up, and more people are confronted by the law and gospel of Jesus Christ. Help us press forward the crown rights of King Jesus by leaving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks. Jesus said, Man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. The position of Jericho is the position of every individual human, human being apart from the saving grace of God. This is the posture, what I'm saying, brothers and sisters. This is the mentality and heart posture of every unbeliever. That the unbeliever is fearful and yet at the same time arrogant. This was a posture of Pharaoh. Pharaoh, there was a sense in which he wasn't just stubborn and arrogant and prideful. There was also a sense in which Pharaoh was afraid. Pharaoh had seen Moses take down all of his magicians. And the power of Yahweh was superior to the dark arts and power of his magicians. And for the record, I don't believe that it was merely smoke and mirrors and sleight of hand. The devil is real. And I believe that these magicians in Egypt were performing supernatural works uh, by their allegiance with Satan and false gods. So it's not as though they were doing tricks, mere party tricks, but Moses was doing signs supernaturally by God. No, they were doing signs and supernatural works by the power of the devil, but that the power of Yahweh was infinitely superior to the power of the devil. And Pharaoh witnessed all of this. And there was a sense in which Pharaoh was afraid. And yet the headline of the story, and this isn't to say that there was no fear in Pharaoh, but it's simply to say that the headline of the story was not fear, but pride. That again and again, after each one of these 10 plagues, Pharaoh, instead of making a treatise for peace, because not because he wasn't afraid, not because he was confident, but that in the midst of his fear, he was also stubborn. Instead of making peace, he chooses to harden his heart. And we know that this is something that on the one hand, Pharaoh consciously decides to do. And on the other hand, God supernaturally ensures that this takes place. God hardened his heart and Pharaoh hardened his heart. Both of these things are true. So Pharaoh is afraid in the one sense, but also arrogant and stubborn in the other sense. He's afraid because he knows that all the power of Egypt is inferior to the power of Yahweh, but he's also arrogant in the sense that he has 10 opportunities to make peace with Yahweh, and yet he refuses. And so too it is with Jericho, and so too it is with every unbeliever. This is the heart state of every non-Christian, that in the one sense, they know there is a God in heaven. Romans chapter 1 says this explicitly, that God has revealed his divine power and eternal nature to all people, that he has clearly manifested himself by what he has made so that all people are without an excuse, that every single person 
all unbelievers, not just Christians, but non-Christians as well, they instinctively know that there is a God in heaven and that he is holy, 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 and that they owe him their eternal allegiance and submission to his law. And the law of God is not abstract and it's not obscure. But the law of God, according to Romans 1 and then furthermore Romans 2, has actually been written on their hearts. Not just written on the hearts of Christians, but written on the hearts of all people. All right, hold up. You're not going to want to miss this. I'm going to tell you exactly how our spring 2024 conference is going to go down. Here's the title of the conference. Blueprints for Christendom 2.0. Subtitle, Seven Doctrines for Ruling the World. We're going to have seven primary sessions covering each of these doctrines for ruling the world righteously. Number one, Reformed Confessionalism. That's going to be Pastor Doug Wilson preaching on that. That topic. Then we've got covenant theology with Pastor Brian Sauvey. Then we've got biblical patriarchy with Pastor Michael Foster. Then we've got presuppositionalism with Dr. Joseph Boot. Then we've got um, Kyperianism, all of Christ for all of life, where we're going to welcome Pastor Doug Wilson back for a second session. Then we've got general equity theonomy. We're going to have Dr. Joseph Boot come and do a second session on that topic. And then lastly, we'll have Pastor Dale Partridge on post millennial eschatology. In addition to these seven sessions, we're also going to have not one, but two live podcasts. On the first day of the conference, that's Friday, March 1st, we're going to have a live Theology Applied podcast. I'll be on the stage hosting the discussion with Douglas Wilson, Michael Foster, and Eric Kahn from It's Good to Be a Man. The topic is going to be all about biblical patriarchy. We're going to specifically be parsing out, distinguishing the biblical doctrinal differences between patriarchy and complementarianism. Again, that's Friday, March 1st, the first day of the conference, a live Theology Applied podcast on biblical patriarchy. Then we're going to have the next day, that's Saturday, March 2nd, a live Haunted Cosmos podcast. I'll be hosting this discussion with Brian Sauvey and Ben Garrett. We're going to be talking about the Nephilim. We're going to be talking about the Watchers. We're going to be talking about what creatures currently are living underneath the surface of the earth and chasms of the deep. It's going to be wacky. It's going to be weird, but it will also be thoroughly biblical and incredibly unhinged. So you're not going to want to miss these two live podcasts, Theology Applied on Friday, March 1st, the first day of the conference on biblical patriarchy with Doug Wilson, Michael Foster, Eric Kahn, and myself. And then the next day of the conference, Saturday, March 2nd, a live Haunted Cosmos podcast with Brian Sauvey and Ben Garrett and myself on the Nephilim, the Watch and what lies under uh, the surface of the earth. And then the conference will hold over for one final, the third and final day. That's going to be the Lord's Day, Sunday, March 3rd, where one of our speakers will be holding over to preach the Lord's Day sermon. And I'll be leading us in worship through the liturgy. So we've got three days, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of 2024, Blueprints for Christendom 2.0, Seven Doctrines for Ruling the World. You're not going to want to miss this conference. Our early bird rate is still available, but only for a very short period of time. We are ending the early bird rate on August 31st at 1159 PM. That will be the final chance to get into this conference at an affordable, cheap rate. All right. So go and take advantage of the early bird rate right now by going to rightresponseconference.com. Again, that's rightresponseconference.com to register for 
Blueprints for Christendom 2.0, March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, 2024. Register today.